0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Mr. Stark. Yeah? Agent Colson.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from the um, Strategic the Homeland Intervention right, Enforcement
0: yeah. Logistics Division.
1: God, you need a new name for that. Yeah, I hear, I hear that a lot. That's being handled.
0: That's what we do. Just call us SHIELD. Hey everyone and welcome to the SHIELD podcast episode point 0.9. We're just in time. If we'd have done one more we'd have had the whole Point Ten dilemma.
1: Yes, that is quite the dilemma.
0: So this is Russ, and Brad is taking the week off or the bi week off. Uh, this the nerve of him. Yes, yes, something about work and life and things like that. So, um, we we pulled Johnny M back. It's good to have you.
1: Thank you, thank you. yeah. It's been uh, I don't know. I think I did maybe point three or point four last. It's funny how there's a there's a thing they say time flies. Maybe you've heard that. I
0: live it every day.
1: Yeah, and it does. You know, I think I was thinking just before we started and we jumped on about when the news broke, and and uh, Brad and I kind of talked immediately and jumped out and got that first episode out there, and you know the whole theme of of it was there's so much time. You know, we just don't know, but there's plenty of time. And now, <laughs> and now here we are. The time is gone. We're a week away from the star of the show
0: yeah it's it's amazing and hopefully we will uh figure figure this out so uh, brad's work schedule has gotten a little uh, erratic so uh, hopefully we'll figure out how to how to make this work the show airs on tuesday so i imagine we'll have an episode the week of of the show's you know release so sometime between probably wednesday and friday we'll have we'll have new episodes up as the show starts so i am looking forward to it
1: yeah yeah we'll definitely make it work and uh it should be a lot of fun. I mean, there. It, it's funny, again, you know, when the f- news first broke and now we've been talking about it for so long, uh, some of the same questions remain. Some of the stuff has been answered, like how they're going to approach certain things. But uh, there are still some big mysteries out there, so it should be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, the biggest thing, of course, was the Agent Coulson thing, which we are no closer to really having resolved uh, now than... Well, we're a little closer. I was... Uh, I don't know if you've read the Entertainment Weekly uh, magazine that came out recently. They had uh, there were two big articles that were Shield related. One of them was a pretty lengthy interview with Joss Whedon, and the other one was like a two-three page article on the show itself.
1: Yeah, I had seen excerpts on different you know geek news websites and stuff, but I didn't dig in myself.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I was my wife had a doctor's appointment, and they happened to have a copy of it in the waiting room, so I, I read through both articles, um, and they were both very interesting. One of The things that was said about Coulson is, apparently, or what they're explaining to him, and I don't know if this was just an offhanded comment uh, for the article or if this is really how, how this mystery is going to start to unfold, is that he feels like he was off on an island somewhere recuperating. They made it pretty clear that he doesn't know that he actually died. Like, he'll understand that something bad happened to him on the helicarrier, and he's been recuperating, and now he's back in action. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So and it, and it seems like you know as we've seen from trailers and previews and whatnot that the other characters are clear as to the fact that he died and and we've heard things that they're going to try and keep it a secret and they're not going to speak to it of it in front of him that they've kind of been given those orders I think even that's Maria Hill's deal that that comes out but so that'll be interesting to see I'm I'm glad you know we've talked about it before on the show but I'm I'm glad that they're not going to just come right out up front and just say boom this is what happened that it sounds like over the period of of the first season that they're going to try and weave in the mystery of what happened to colson or, or at least how he's back or filling him in on on the get so it's it's kind of cool like will will be in the same position as colson the character of not understanding how he's back and what happened to him
1: yeah it's a nice twist i I guess I assumed the opposite. I guess I assumed that Coulson knew would know exactly what happened, and everybody else would kind of be in the dark. I, I like this reversal, like you said, that you know we'll be in the shoes of Coulson instead. You know, where the audience and and the uh, the star himself doesn't know what happened.
0: Yeah, a couple other things. Some more, I guess, TV news that's come out is that uh, there's a. The Iron Man 3 DVD is coming out, Blu-ray is coming out uh, a week from Tuesday, so uh, uh, actually it'll be this coming Tuesday, so the day of the premiere of the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, the Iron Man 3 Blu-ray hits, and one of the features on that Blu-ray is a special on Agent Sharon Carter, who most of you, I'm sure, have seen Captain America. She was the love interest slash uh, SAS agent that showed up in Captain America, And there's a little short that they've they've kind of done these, you know, the the whole item 47 or or item 43. They've done a couple with Coulson um, and uh, Jasper Sitwell, you know, where they're, you know, the two guys in the bar. And then there's the one, I guess it was on the Thor DVD where, um, or no, the Captain America DVD where he goes in the convenience store and the guy's robbing it. And, uh, you know, so it's kind of been, been one of those things. But she's getting a little short that they did for that uh Blu-ray and I guess the response has been pretty positive they they screened it at Comic-Con and it looks like we're going to get her in her own show. Okay, so stupid question Russ. Uh then this show will be World War 2 era? I'm yeah, I'm assuming so, which would be awesome because I am an incredible World War 2 history junkie. So this is like straight up my alley.
1: Yeah, that would make it much more interesting to me um i mean i like the character and i like the movie but it, it wouldn't really excite me unless uh you know it is world war ii era and maybe we weave in that nazi slash hydra angle like i thought that stuff was probably the high points of captain america
0: yeah and it's cool because uh, some of those actors that played the uh the howling commandos have been TV you know they've been on TV before we've seen you know a bunch you know a bunch of those guys on TV so the fact that we might get you know some of those guys to show up on the TV show is is intriguing as well
1: Yeah and that's really nice uh you know with with agents of shield they're going to have to weave in and out of the movies to some extent because the events are happening you know, in the same time frame, but this can be like a totally separate deal with backstory for Captain America or Shield or the commandos like you said, or Hydra. you know it can all be its own thing. You don't have to worry about what happened in Thor or Avengers or anything like that.
0: One of the comparisons I've heard of you know obviously it's not been greenlit, there's nothing you know truly official. But one of the things I've heard is there's been a lot of comparison about this show to, like, Alias, that it would have kind of that similar, you know, lead character kicking ass kind of mentality to it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a definite plus.
1: And this is Haley Atwell. That's her name, right? The same? Yes. That's cool. I mean, everything is uh, super tight in all of their, like, crossovers. And, you know, it sounds like we're going to get a little... uh... Colby Smulders, maybe we'll get a little Samuel Jackson, but that sounds less like it's happening than in the past, right? Like maybe we'll get his voice on like an intercom or something. It doesn't sound like he's really showing up.
0: Yeah, I think he's kind of somewhat lobbying to be a part of it, Um, but they haven't been real forthcoming in wanting to bring him in, and I don't know if I'm sure it all comes down to money. And, and that's, that's the majority of it. But one thing they haven't been clear about is if this Nick Fury existed back in that time. Like, is he – or was he really young or – Oh, in the in the um, Sharon Carter. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right, right, right. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I mean,
0: either way. I mean, either in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or the Sharon Carter thing. But they, they've been a little coy about how old, you know, this – you know, the Sam Jackson, Nick Fury is and how long he's been around. So I'm I'm curious if we'll ever if they'll ever address that somewhat head on.
1: Did he make a comment to Cap that he knew him from back or am I mixing the comics in with movies or?
0: No, he the, the only comment he made was when he talked about Tony Stark's father, like he knew Howard Stark. Um, and right. how he felt about Tony, and he made it seem like he was old enough to be around, like when Tony was either a very small boy or when he was born, you know, that he knew Howard from back then. And I, I think they play it off. I mean, Samuel Jackson in real life is not that much older than Robert Downey. So they, they, that's where they kind of, I think, hinted at maybe he's a little older than you think he is. Um, but they've never come out and really said it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it should uh, should be fun. I'd, I mean, I'd love to get some actual Sam Jackson in, like Agents of Shield, but uh, you know, and anything, even like uh, some intercom voiceover calls, yeah. like Charlie's Angel style, or something might be cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'd be I'd be fine too, even if they brought in what's her name as uh, as Agent Hill. You know that that we got Kobe Smulders as Agent yeah, Hill. Definitely. You know, as a regular at some point.
1: And her show, uh, How I Met Your Mother, I, I have I'm, I watch that show like when it's when I catch it, I I usually watch it. I, I'm not a uh, an avid viewer of it, but I guess from all the promos I've seen, that's in its final season.
0: Yeah, they're done. Uh, this is it. So, and I think she's kind of come out and said, you know, that she'll have some availability potentially to to do more. So i I think I think she's going to show up in season one towards the end again, I mean, we know we all know at this point, we talked about it but, you know, previously, she's in the pilot for sure, uh, but I see, if she's going to be a recurring character or a regular, I, I see that happening season two, not season one. Right.
1: I love the stars that uh, lobby to be included. Like, call Vin Diesel, he'll be in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one recently, uh, I don't know if it was, uh, no, it wasn't Seth Green, I don't think. There was somebody else tweeting pictures of themselves like, in front of comic books or around Marvel stuff.
0: Yeah. Definitely. The show has got an official website, finally. Nice. So www.agentsofshield.com. Uh, and it's it's still in its infancy somewhat. I mean, they got a cool little Flash-like intro. And there's some stuff up there that, you know, they're going to have... Do- they have some dossiers up there now on the Agents... There's some other promo stuff that they've got as coming soon, but it looks like there'll be some, some interesting bits up on the website to coincide with the show.
1: Very cool. Yes. It would be cool. You know, if they, if they they as they go along, as they introduce more agents, it would be cool to have, like, the files all in one place where you could refer and, you know, if the show succeeds, which we all assume that it will after a number of seasons, you could have a nice database of, like,
0: every agent that's ever
1: shown up, you know, like that type
0: of thing. That would be cool. Uh, one of the things that came up, uh, another another bit of news that, that I mentioned earlier, that came up in the Whedon interview when they were talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Avengers Age of Ultron and everything else was that it seems like, and, and this is something I've kind of speculated in the past that it was going to w- go away from, and Whedon has kind of explained that this may weave in and out of the events of the movies a little more closely. I mean, we, we know for sure that it's going to reference and start off with the impetus being the battle in new york and that you know what happened there is kind of the the springboard for this show um but it looks like you know maybe what happens in the upcoming thor or maybe cap or uh you know avengers 2 that there's going to be things that happen in this universe that will affect the show and they'll weave in and out of the of the fine points and i i really thought they would kind of steer clear of a lot of that stuff but it looks like they're going to fully embrace it which i think is really really interesting
1: yeah, and as far as I can tell, that's uncharted territory. Uh, you know, I I can't think. I know we've come up with a few other TV series that have run off of movies, but I can't think of any TV series that was like woven, woven into the continuity of like a series of movies. It's uh it's it's pretty amazing actually when you think about it and the planning and the time, you know, to keep everything tight.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the closest thing I could think of is the X Files when they did the the first movie, but they they talked about things from the movie that were a part of the TV show. But when they circled back around and started the show back up, there wasn't really too much that referenced back the movie. So it was it was pretty much even though it kind of still had the alien angle to the first movie, they they treated it like a separate deal and didn't really tie things in very well at all. I mean, even it, I don't even think it was really referenced. Um, and no.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think that you had to know the TV show to see the movie, but then after the movie, you were fine just if you didn't see the movie. Right, right. It's kind of like they're they're using Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as part of Phase 2. You know what I mean? Because Iron Man 3 is obviously after the Battle of New York, and and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to fit right into that. And I'm sure the other upcoming movies are going to be referencing New York as well.
0: Um, I'm not aware of any of the movies that are in a different time frame. Right. I mean, we even saw—if you've seen the trailer for Thor, if not, I guess minor spoiler—but uh, Natalie Portman's character punches Loki in the face and says, "You know, that was for New York." So, right. You know, and and there's definitely been some fallout. It looks like in that movie from what happened in the Avengers and her not being a part of that and Thor coming back and not seeing her. They kind of addressed that in, in the Avengers, but it looks like it's going to get some some playtime in, in Thor the Dark World as well. Uh, speaking of which, it looks like, uh, I, I think they've even said that there's going to be some sort of preview uh, for Thor the Dark World with S.H.I.E.L.D. And I think, you know, Brad and I talked about this in the last couple episodes, that if if this show is even moderately successful or even on the bubble... I think if nothing else this thing'll stick around just as a promo piece uh, for the movies. I mean, this is a great way to do advanced previews, uh, you know, sneak peeks, behind the scenes, you know, etc. etc. And, you know, the the hook being you have to watch Agents of Shield to pick all that up. Right. Do you think that I don't even know if this is
1: possible. I'm sure it's possible do you think that they will time events in the TV show to coincide with events of a movie that recently opened? So in other words, Thor, dark, uh, the dark, Thor 2 The Dark World opens up and whatever happens in that happens. And then in maybe the next few weeks of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, some dark elf tech shows up. You know what I mean? Like in coinciding
0: with the release of the movie. It's possible. I mean, that would be a genius thing to do on both sides. I mean, w- again, we've seen from the trailer that something comes to Earth and it looks like it's it's on one of the coasts uh, that it comes in and starts to, like, tear into the—tears out a pier, starts to tear out part of, like, uh, a city, like some sort of coastal city. So it would be interesting to see— that have ramifications in the show or you know whatever happens i, I you know I, cap is going to be more tied tied into shield proper and that starts the following april which will be like right as as this season is going to be wrapping up so it'll be interesting to see if maybe season two starts with either some fallout from cap or we get something in in the ending of she, of, of shield that will you know kind of be a wink and a nod into into cap and I th- i think that's smart i mean what you want to do is try and cross-pollinate your audience, right I mean you want people to be that are invested in the show to be invested in the movies you want people invested in the movies uh, to be reinvested back in the show right So I hope so I definitely hope so.
1: Yeah it would be a neat trick. It would probably be very difficult. Um, Well, I guess not really. I mean, you have your whole season scheduled out. You know when each episode is airing. Right. So those those stories just need to be in the episodes that coincide with when the movie is coming out. I guess the only snag would be that the big movies come out in the summer, and the show will probably be on hiatus then.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least this, it looks like this year we're getting... Well, Thor comes out in November, which is kind of an odd bird. I mean, it, that's not normal. Um, and the show will definitely be in high gear when that happens. We get Cap in April, early April, which the show to probably will be wrapping up its first season. So we get a little bit of overlap there. And then we get Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess is going to be in late August. So the show will be just getting ready to gear back up uh, when that happens. But I, I don't expect too much fallout from Guardians of the Galaxy into, into S.H.I.E.L.D., but... Uh... But, yeah, I mean, and it seems like they push these things further on both ends, right? I mean, the summer seems to start earlier every every year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, it used to be that uh, that Labor Day was the weekend. That kicked it off. And now we're seeing, especially like the Marvel stuff, tends to be early May. And now with, with Cap, even early April, which is even stranger.
1: And, uh, again, I'll apologize if uh, you guys have covered this. I haven't gotten to speak to Russ about uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. in a while. Um do you think the the villains and the superpowered people that show up from time to time you know i'm assuming it's it, it could be like uh superpowered person of the week sort of thing you know as they solve these cases and and go around in the show do you think they're going to be proper marvel characters or do you think they're going to be sort of analogs or maybe some similar powered people, but they give them a different name or maybe follow a storyline, but change up all the characters' names. You know, do you think they will actually pull characters from the Marvel universe or do you think they'll kind of mix and match, which the movie verse has done, right? They've sort of said, Hey, we're not going to have Crimson Dynamo or Whiplash in Iron Man. We're going to combine them and make this new guy.
0: I think we're, I think a little bit of both. Uh, I could easily see them wanting to protect certain properties for the film, but use their powers and, and be somewhat similar to their, you know, true Marvel counterparts to make it interesting for the show. And I think there are some probably CDE level properties that they feel wouldn't be supporting a major motion picture, uh, but would be interesting to, to maybe uh, boost ratings of the show. I think, and I, 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 I think I've talked about this on the show before, but to me, I think what would work perfectly for the for the TV show is a is some is a group like the Wrecking Crew. And if you're not familiar with the Wrecking Crew, they're a bunch of criminals that have uh, weapons that are Asgardian powered. Like the Wrecker has a crowbar that is imbued with, um, with a uh, you know power power from Asgard. And there's a guy with like a big ball and chain and and things like that. And they they're all kind of like you know super roided up. But I can see that, you know, being where they're low-level enough that maybe they could be a recurring problem. Um, But then, again, you touch on on what's going on with Thor with those to keep them in the world.
1: Right. That makes sense. Is this totally separate from movie properties? What I'm getting at is, can a mutant show up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or is that still in Fox's realm even on TV, yeah,
0: my you're not going to see Wolverine. You're not going to see Xavier. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My understanding is the animated properties, I guess, are the only thing that they can amalgamate. Like they have full reign on the on the
1: animated property.
0: So we see things like in in Ultimate Spider-Man or the Avengers cartoon, where we see Wolverine show up, we see the Fantastic Four show up. I'm my understanding is that the rights to uh, like, say, well, Daredevil reverted back, but Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, the X-Men characters, those are all properties of either Sony or Fox, and that we're not going to see those guys show up even in TV form.
1: And I tell you, two properties that I think really work on TV went back to Marvel. And you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Daredevil and Punisher. Yes. And, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if they even warrant their own movies anymore. It's been tried. It really didn't. I guess you can't blame the Daredevil property because that was just kind of a mistake from the beginning. But, you know, Punisher has certainly had his chance in the box office and didn't deliver um, three times, I guess.
0: Yeah. So
1: so anyway, uh, what I'm getting at is I'd love to give him a shot on television. I don't know how well he works on network TV. I much would rather have seen a Cinemax or HBO Punisher, but... uh, Go ahead. What are your thoughts on, on that?
0: Yeah, I think I think something like Daredevil works in a serialized fashion because it's almost like police procedural. You know, you can really you could you could do two episodes without Daredevil being in it, and it'd still be a pretty interesting show if you if you did it right. And likewise, you could have a whole show with just Daredevil and no Matt Murdock, and and it'd be likewise interesting. So, I I think there's a lot more play, and I wonder if we're going to see maybe like we're seeing with Arrow. Uh, not to get too far on the DC tip, but you know, Arrow is using this season to to kind of uh, test the waters for a Flash spinoff, and I wonder if if Shield, if the Shield TV show is going to be used for the same purpose on the Marvel side, that maybe they'll bring in a Matt Murdock character uh, and and use that to see you know how well he's responded to. Uh, to to spin off into its own show, or a character like the Punisher, or Power Man and Iron Fist, or you know who, you know any number of characters, you know to use Shield as a backdoor pilot to franchise this thing out.
1: Yeah, it's funny. DC beat Marvel to the punch on TV at their own movie game. That makes no sense. That's such a bad sentence. No, I totally follow. But what you. I'm getting, <laughs> yeah. Marvel's doing the whole crossover shared universe so well in the movies. And it's like DC beat them to the punch on TV with opening up this, uh, like you said, with Arrow and branching it off into Flash. And, and who knows? I mean, they have a lot of characters that are, we know the people are who they are, but they haven't sort of been outed yet. You know, like there's uh, sure. there's certainly a Black Canary character, or a, I should say a, a a Dinah character on Arrow. She certainly could be Black Canary. She isn't yet. So they could be going that route, which is kind of interesting. I'd love to see that with the Marvel stuff, obviously.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, we've talked about it a hundred times, if not on this show, then on other shows or just in casual conversation, that Power Man and Iron Fist definitely lends itself to TV. I mean, just just the whole nature of that whole Heroes for Hire thing is, is just perfectly suited for, you know, a one-hour, you know, drama-slash-dramedy.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Right. Um so I mean how
1: awesome would it be if if you know the shield was working a case and the guy's lawyer shows up and it's blind Matt Murdock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no
0: Daredevil, just yeah. <laughs> just Matt Murdock blind lawyer. Yeah.
1: It would freak everybody out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's funny one of the other things I wanted to talk about this week is I was listening to another podcast not about TV, TV show necessarily, but just a comics podcast. And they were saying, well, if this thing does really well, that we could see like Thor show up or Iron Man show up, you know, specifically in the show. And especially Iron Man, because you can technically do it without having Robert Downey Jr., because you could have anybody in that suit and never really see him. I would tend to think if we see those characters show up, that means the show's in trouble because they need to do something to boost ratings. I think if this show is humming along and doing well in the ratings, they wouldn't need to stunt cast or gimmick it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree, and I've heard Joss Whedon say a number of times, like, they're definitely not trying to do the, oh, you just missed Tony Stark. You know, they're not not trying to do that thing or or show a red boot walking out the door (laughs) and, oh, you just missed Iron Man and he was pissed. You know, I think he's way better than that, and I'm sure this will stand totally on its own and due to, like, character interactions and dialogue. You know, that's Joss Whedon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It looks like, you know, everything we've seen to this point has been on the pilot episode. You know, we've seen the promos, and most of them just seem to be rehashes of the same footage over and over again, and maybe we get a couple extra beats here and there. But for the most part, we've been seeing probably the same 30 seconds of footage uh, a billion different times in every promo at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I need to hear Don't Touch Lola one more time. But one of the things that we've got is, I guess there were some folks that spied some filming that was going on in Stockholm. And uh, there were a bunch of guys dressed up almost like a fringe, like the observers. These guys had like suits on with red masks. um, And there were like a bunch of them. So uh, apparently that's for an upcoming episode at some point down the road. But I just thought it was interesting that we started to see some stuff that might be uh, coming up beyond the the pilot episode.
1: Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious if that's again going to be some kind of recurring thing or if that's just like part of the freak of the week. But I guess the big thing is, and we, we kind of known about this already is this is going to kind of be a globe trotting show that they're, you know, the whole plane that we've seen in the promo is kind of going to be their base of operations and uh, they're going to be doing a lot of globe trotting to solve these different, uh, you know, these different things going on, whether it's rescuing people that are in, you know, being on the, on the bad side of a hero slash super that's that's shown up, or picking up some sort of super before the you know maybe some other bad guy. I wonder if there's going to be some sort of overreaching menace for this show. I mean, it seems like in in Josh Whedon TV shows, there's always been like a big bad or uh, some sinister organization that's kind of behind everything. I mean, we saw that with um, you know in Buffy, it was it had it went through various incarnations. In Angel, it was the Wolfram. Wolferman Hart, the the law firm that was kind of the antagonist of Angel in Dollhouse, it was like this crazy corporation. In Firefly, it was it was kind of similar, you know, was the whole, um, you know, this big congl- or this big galactic uh, empire that was basically coming at, you know, in control of everything. So I wonder if similarly they're going to try and bring in maybe either like Hydra or AIM or some other organization in to kind of play the foil to, to Shield.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see it being, you know, Freak of the Week. With the breadcrumb yeah. every yeah. every show and, uh, you know, leading you to the trail of whatever they reveal at the end of season one. Yeah. Which is hopefully the Red Skull.
0: <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> or,
1: <laughs> or something to that effect.
0: Yeah. So when, it, that's, when I saw those guys with the red faces, I was like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to be like a part of some bigger conspiracy or if it's just uh, if it just has to do with this particular episode.
1: You know, the potential is so awesome, you know, as as geeks and, and comic readers were were allowed to get giddy and excited. You know, like, imagine even the reveal at the end of season one is, is you know, Crossbones walking out. And everybody that reads knows that's the guy, spoiler, that shot Captain America. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, like, it doesn't have to go that way on the TV show. You don't have to bring Cap. You can't you know, bring Chris Evans uh, in for the TV show, but just the point of you know that, like, that guy's a threat and this is going to get good, you know. Just that type of stuff is really exciting. I don't know if it's ever going to go that route, but just thinking about it makes me, you know, it makes you interested in in seeing.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: And the next time we talk about this, we will have seen the pilot. Yeah, it's... it blows my mind.
0: Yeah, it, it's <laughs> yeah. It just seemed like so long ago that this was just like a whisper, um, and now it's a reality. Um, I wonder if they're going to do you know, w- w- a lot of shows lately have been doing, and as we record this, we're only a short few days away from it premiering. But I know other shows lately have done the see it online first thing, um, and I haven't seen that yet. I know I I did hear something uh, on the news the other day that ABC was going to do a lot of its pilots where you could catch it on Hulu before they premiere. But wow. I, haven't, I haven't heard anything specifically for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So over the next day or two, I'm going to kind of keep an eye out and, and see if that comes up. Because if I have the opportunity to watch it prior to Tuesday, I'm definitely going to jump on that. If nothing else, it just kind of gives us a leg up to prepare and get a show out. So,
1: Yeah, me too, definitely.
0: Um, I guess one of the other, I, I guess, quick thing, uh, we talked about S.H.I.E.L.D.TV.net in the past. Um they've got kind of like a a chat feature up on their main website now so I know I think uh I think Clark Greg himself has jumped in on that from time to time if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yep. Um so you might want to ch- again check that out tv.net they've got a they have just redesigned their website somewhat recently too it's got a cool look to it so you might want to check them out there. Um and I don't I don't really have a whole lot else I mean we're kind of in the 11th hour here and uh I think I think you know, we'll know more and we'll have a lot more to talk about once we actually see the pilot.
1: Yeah. And if, you know, if we, I think we plan to kind of handle this show the way we've done our other, uh, podcasts about television shows, you know, check out the Twitter if you're interested, um, you know, during the viewing, you know, we don't, we don't tweet too much while the show is taking place, but like during commercials and stuff, it gets pretty fun to comment and, and go back and forth with, uh, with the listeners and stuff. So you could check out, uh, what is it anyway? Shield Podcast, I believe on Twitter.
0: Yes. And we have, uh, Facebook, of course, Facebook groups. You could search, uh, Shield Podcast and it should come up on there. You can sign up for the, for the Facebook groups there. We have an email address, uh, Shield Podcast at HHWLOD.com. If you want to shoot us an email to throw in your thoughts about, uh, about the show as it, as it comes up or your hopes, dreams, aspirations, how we're doing all that good stuff. You can leave us a voicemail. Just tell us uh, which show you're leaving it for. It's the general uh H-H-W-L-O-D Podcast Network voicemail box. We use it for all the shows on the network pretty much. Um, it's 516-468-7912. Um, and you can go to the website, com where you can find all of the S.H.I.E.L.D podcast episodes, the prior episodes, um, as well as all the other shows that we do on the network. Um Longbox of Doom, Real Heroes, so if you're interested in comic book movie stuff, we we that's all we cover on that show is comic book movies. Um Half Hour Wasted, Brad uh, Brad Show that he does weekly in live and in person with his buddies uh, Bill and Frank. Um Walking Dead T V podcast, um Out Now with Aaron and Abe, The Black Box, two episodes left of Breaking Bad, one episode left actually probably by the time you hear this um, and we're doing a kind of a special website only Master Feed, what we call the Master Feed, which has all of our podcasts um, you know, through a big fire hose that comes out. Um, We're doing Podcaster Monos to talk specifically about the last few episodes of Breaking Bad. So, again you can check all that stuff out at hhwlod.com or search that in iTunes Um, and feel free to leave us an iTunes review too for S.H.I.E.L.D. Podcast. We'd uh, greatly appreciate that. Yes. So I guess until next week when uh, we'll hopefully be uh, really pumped up and excited about what we just saw.
1: Yeah, it sounds, uh, you know, we, we will add that the pilot has been seen at, at a few different Comic-Cons, I think, at this point. Sure. And, uh, the buzz has been really good. So I look forward to it, and I look forward to uh, chatting with you guys about it.
0: Sounds good. So everybody take care, and we'll see you next week.
1: Good night.